This episode of ACMG Presents Talk Time Live is brought to you in part by Viewfinders Identity Search and Design. Your choice for web design, graphic design, and all multimedia development needs. Visit VFISAD.com and let us bring your vision to reality. Hey there, this is Kyle Abair, the voice of Gohan from Dragon Ball Super, and you are listening to ACMG Presents Talk Time Live. Excuse me, Gohan, this is more of a narrator type thing. Uh, okay. Just do it more like a next time on Talk Time Live. Uh, next time on Talk Time Live. Don't quit your day job, Gohan. This week, GamesCon 2021 announces some exciting new game releases. We also finally get detailed information and release date for King of Fighters 15. I check out Dodgeball Academia and tell you why this is a must for fans of the old school game Super Dodgeball. And in our final stage, I finally play Ghost of Shishima, the director's cut, while smacking myself in the head as to why I took so long to play this game. All this and more as ACMG presents Talk Time Live Extra. Select start. Welcome to the show to give you all the news, views, and opinions in the world of gaming. This is ACMG presents Talk Time Live Extras. Select start with your host, Xavier Josiah. Power up and game on. Welcome back to another game-filled episode of Select Start. I am your host, Xavier Josiah. Boy, do we got an episode for you. We got a ton of news to talk about. This is Gamescom week, and there was a lot that came out of this, and I'll talk about only the highlights of what I got out of it, what I, what I really am excited for that has been announced for this. And I feel like this event, these announcements, were kind of a, a little a, a level or two better than e3 e3 all things considered as we know and i talked about this before they kind of fell off a cliff with whatever's going on i feel like there's something something political going on in the background in pertain, uh, pertaining to e3 and the developers and, and the publishers and all this stuff it, it's just something is just crazy i know like sony's going on their own they're doing like kind of the disney thing where disney just migrated out of san diego comic-con and decided to do um d23 and have their own platform sony's kind of doing the same thing with the state of play in a sense because both of those have something in common they were the marquee events of their own respective you know events uh and now they're separated from the big event and i hope this is not the beginning of something i mean e3 is just it was just epic and i like the fact that everything culminated everybody all the competition just culminated into one place same with san diego comic-con and it just felt very special because it was it was a an event you know a must go to event and i feel like with the departure of like sony and the departure of um per se uh was it disney from san diego comic-con kind of takes a major thing away but it also gives opportunity for other you know companies to step up as well so we'll see i mean we'll who's going to be bigger than sony uh nintendo's probably the best bet for like for these events um 
don't see Xbox really doing it right now. It's just not. It's just not. It's just unfortunate. It's not to take anything away from Xbox and the quality of their gaming. It's just the full package of the gaming. Just never been up to par with what PlayStation has always been able to do and how stable they have been. And as well as Nintendo as well. You know, it's, it's technically Nintendo is even more stable than the two. But, you know, Gamescom happened. There was a lot of great news coming out of it. And I'll talk about what I took out of it, what I got out of it, and what I'm excited for from there. Uh, we also got a lot of great news going on from Fortnite and every just a lot of great things. But let's get started. If, By the way, if you're listening to the uh, music that's in the background of this episode, uh, again, shout out to my man DJ Cutman, who always provides me with all of the music for this show and for the main show as well. This is his new cut from the album Dynamax. It's the new Pokemon album that he's come out with. And I thought it was majorly appropriate for not only this segment of the show, especially the beginning segment of the show and down the line when Diamond and Pearl comes out. So definitely you'll be hearing more of this as well. But I thought it was appropriate because I, I'm talking Pokemon news right now. It's going to be the beginning. Pokemon TV has arrived on Nintendo Switch. This is a stream for those who don't know. And I, I really don't think there's that many people who know about this thing. It, I think there's as many people who know about Pokemon TV as there were people who knew about DC Universe, the app before it migrated over to uh, HBO Max. But Pokemon TV is an streaming app dedicated to all things Pokemon, at least from and in terms of the um, the series, all the, the, the anime TV series, um, you know, their competition, their car battle competition, stuff like that. It is everything, all things Pokemon. And I, I, I will admit, I've never knew about this and it just popped up on Nintendo Switch. So for those who have a Nintendo Switch, you actually get this for free. And what it has in here is just, it, it, it's awesome to be honest. Like now, if you own Netflix, Netflix has some of the uh, series on it. They, they've acquired quite a bit of the new series like Sun and Moon, uh, Sun and Moon Adventures, uh, Journeys is on there and it just got on there. But if you have the Nintendo Switch and you dock it onto the TV mode and in a dock station and watch it on a full screen TV, you and your family or fans of Pokemon can watch, I believe, not every, not exactly every series, of the show i believe it has season 1 2 10 11 12 13 20 21 22 and then some other in uh, 23 and some recent specials so they don't have everything but it is really really cool that they have because they have full seasons of the pokemon series some of the more popular pokemon series on there they also have specials uh, which are like OVAs. It looks like like the animation. It just looks like a step above than what it normally is. Um, Pokemon Origins, uh, Generations, Twilight Wings, and uh, Pokemon the Movie, Hoopa, and the Clash of Ages is on here. So you got a ton of content. Plus um, Pokemon Kids TV. It's um, looks like a bunch of really cool specials for kids stuff like that so they got a little bit of something for everybody but they also have the players cup as well which is you know their competition they got it for north america europe uh oceana and latin america which is, which is huge in the world championship uh, 2019 so it, this is pretty pretty awesome and again on the nintendo switch for free you can watch it i actually 
you know played around with it and yeah you can watch virtually everything that it involves it's pretty damn cool and it's been out apparently since 2019 uh unbeknownst to a lot of people i'm pretty sure that has been uh out there so if you have a nintendo switch go out of your way check it out it's in the eShop right now under the features page and you can just click it download it there's no monthly fee for this at all i can't stress that enough that is a big deal and it's awesome so it's like thank uh uh toby if you if you know for stuff like that like toby's a free app with movies and all the stuff like that um i don't know if there's any advertisements on there or ads or anything i didn't check that far but for the most part this is this is a pretty good deal i mean if you're a nintendo fan especially if you got the online i don't know if this is attached to the online deal because i do have an online subscription with it but i don't know if it's actually attached to that but i think it's a cool deal i think it's a great addition because they do have youtube on there i think they might have hulu on the nintendo switch i'm not really sure but they don't have enough in a, in a sense of netflix and all other streaming apps but they do have this this is pretty cool especially if you're a pokemon fan so go out of way check it out it's available now now I got to talk about something really that really made me kind of teary eyed in a sense and then a little bit emotional and no it has nothing to do with CM Punk this week um but Fortnite I you know this is Gamescom week I don't know what, how this started how this began but I am extremely appreciative of what Epic Games Fortnite and Time Magazine has done here they have all worked together along with a uh, along with four cre uh, creative designers to put together a tribute to Martin Luther King on Fortnite. Yeah, two of the things that I would never thought about putting together. What it does, and thanks to the creative team, and forgive me because I'm going to butcher the holy hell out of their names because they're game tags. But with the exception of the first one here, Jace, uh, Chase uh, Jackman, uh, GQAnoi, uh, XWDFR, which I believe is going to spell out, is supposed to be spelling out or pronouncing something. Um, and I believe Utah, but it has a seven for the name. So I'm pretty sure that the seven is used as a T. I could be wrong. But you, uh, Utah, who created a Fortnite event of historical proportions, they developed a reimagined. 1963 Washington DC which allows us to watch the historical I have a dream speech made by Dr. King uh, way back then and I had literally went in there and watched the entire thing um and so much more because you go in and first of all what I love about it is that you go in and you actually enter into the Time Magazine uh state you know like literally Time Magazine uh cover and it shows you the front of the Lincoln Memorial where people are gathering the same like they did with the actual, um, you know, day. And, and it, there's a lot of the uh, protests and all that stuff going on and, and, and just the gathering up for the speech. And it's just awesome. And their ad shows, you know, that people can watch it, watch the speech in different ones. They call it the March Through Time, DC 63, presented by Time in Fortnite and it's awesome you I, I actually took a tour in there i don't play fortnite uh much at all because it's just not my thing but i do have an account there i did see the um not the kendrick and lamar the travis um scott concert which was i gotta admit was pretty awesome so 
and this is equally awesome so you go in and it's just like a bunch of different you know quotes from dr king in different areas and they just made it a monument the entire thing a monument you go inside to this like museum area where you see different pictures of things that happened in the past in 1963 that was you know really racist it shows rosa parks and the um and the protests there it shows all these really really awesome sites that you know kid younger kids need to watch i thought it was really cool um there also is other places where you can play little mini games that help you and help and educate you about what's going on like little quiz questions and all the stuff um it's just amazing it was just a really well done the place looked beautiful the museum looks like the african-american um museum that's in washington dc as well uh it, it just looks so stunning my only thing that i would have done for this I would have had some NPCs in here just roaming around. And I don't know if they're fully finished with it yet. I don't know if they're going to add more to this, but you know, if they're relying on just people coming in or maybe it'll do an event where it allows people to come in and you know, they come in and check it out, but you could fully go in and go in there and check it out. The advertisement, the advertisement actually shows that there are a bunch of people in there and it looks like i don't know if they're, if they're live people or it could be mb uh npcs and there were some people there were some players in there just looking around and just jumping around like like idiots <laughs> while in there but there's just so much awesome things and a really a great attention to detail in here i really appreciate what was done and i literally watched the entire speech in there and just it was just so awesome to hear that and to see that happen um yeah i i, I really it, it's awesome i i thank you to those developers thank you to the fortnite epic games time magazine for putting this all together this is to, for them to put this on their platform that speaks volumes because you really do not have to do this this is like something that nobody even thought about ever wanting to do or needing to do they did this to show awareness of what's going on in this country and it's 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 heartwarming it's very heartwarming that because fortnite is a multi-million probably even billion at this point who knows um i would have to do my research on that but it's a i can guarantee you it's a multi-million dollar franchise that didn't really have to do something like there was no need to do anything like this and they used their platform a huge platform i might add to create something like this so kudos to them on this if you have not checked this out go out of your ways you go into the creative uh section and you'll find it there so uh yeah it, it was just it was it was it was awesome that you know to see this being recognized in the way that it did and it's i i really appreciate i absolutely appreciate um what's been going on here so i tell you it's it's pretty cool it is it is pretty damn cool here uh go out of your way and check it out it's available right now so let's talk about gamescom and some of the releases that has arrived um that everybody's talking about right now some of them i'll talk about in detail others i'll just you know name off right here uh halo infinite release date um alongside new multi-player tra uh, trailer i'm actually reading this from ign um so uh, you know the really it said is officially will be released in december 8th of this year so 
you guys get to check that out. Not only do you get to check that out, but there is an, I will give credit where credit is due. There's an awesome Halo Infinite Elite Wireless Controller. This thing looks tremendous. I mean, it looks fantastic. The way, it looks, put it like this. I almost want to buy this controller. It's designed to look just like Master Chief in the same way it has like detailed, you know, lines. If you watch Master Chief's design of his armor, it is a lot of line detail in here. It has a little, uh, a major mech look. It has the same uh, Pantone color and chrome that uh, Master Chief would have on there. It's just, it's one of the most beautiful Xbox controllers I've ever seen. Um, reason why I say I would get it because I still, I don't play, I don't have an Xbox, but I do. I, I believe you can use it for PC. I believe it's kind of universal for PC, so I may actually want to buy it just for that. Uh, they're also releasing a limited edition Xbox X uh, Halo Infinite um, box that will be coming too. And it's a black version of that controller as well in here. So, uh, you know, kudos to Xbox fans on that one. St. Rose reboot arriving February two, uh, 2022. I was afraid when I heard that they're rebooting this series and I'm like, oh God, are they going back to like the series GTA, uh, GTA mode? Because at the beginning, if I'm correct, St. Rose was supposed to be like a Grand Theft Auto knockoff and they soon rebranded the actual series to be a little bit over the top version of um, Grand Theft Auto. So everything that happens, everything's crazy. I don't know to what extent this is a reboot because I didn't follow all of the St. Rose. I think I came in during like St. Rose 3 and St. Rose 4 because you had the ability to be superheroes and then another one you were like president but you had all these superpowers and all this stuff and Keith David was on air. It's just, it was just hilarious. Um, out of the, out of this world, hilarious. I'm, I'm trying to keep myself from buying it for the Nintendo switch because I know I'm going to get so deep in that. It ain't funny. It's just so over the top, funny and crazy and fun. It is definitely fun, but the reboot is coming and it's set to be released February 25th, 2022 for the PS five, PS four, Xbox series X S xbox one and pc it looks pretty good though but it looks like they are sticking with the wackiness there and uh for what i'm reading off here it looks like it's taking from three so that's good uh i i really really good another game that i am really interested now I, and i was scared too because i thought this was a mobile game at first but marvel midnight suns uh fear is, is coming and apparently I didn't know what to expect. What is this game entails? What is going on here? But apparently this is from the people who brought you um, from Ferrex Games who brought you XCOM. So now I'm intrigued because I've played XCOM's games in the past, especially on mobile, but it's like a real time strategy game. Uh, it involved, um, you know, military forces fighting off aliens and stuff like that in a strategic type of way. But now there you have it. This is a Marvel version of XCOM. So I'm like really intrigued because me being the Marvel fan and I have enjoyed some XCOM games before I'm in, I am so in on this. Um, the game is set to release March, 2022. Uh, first gameplay will be revealed on March 1st, 2021. This is, this is a lot to be excited about. Um, 
didn't really give an idea what was going on but you see all of your favorite marvel characters dressed up in these really interesting new um new armors and i don't know if the midnight suns i don't know exactly the premise of this but we'll see the trailer looks really cool and intriguing and it involves x-men will be on air uh the avengers will be a part of it ghost rider seems to be uh in here as well i think that may be blade out in the front when i saw the trailer but i am more than excited about uh this for those who are excited about horizon forbidden west unfortunately you're gonna have to wait this a little bit longer because they announced that um horizon forbidden west will be delayed and it will not be coming in 2021 gorilla games revealed fans won't have to um won't have to wait too long as the game will be released on february uh 18th for the playstation or four and five so it's just at the beginning of the uh of the deal but here's another thing they did announce also that the original the first for uh horizon um zero dawn one um be updated for with 60 frames per second so they're adding that on as well so you know kudos to them for that i think that's pretty cool i would hope that they would have a ps5 version where the where the loading time will be a little bit well there really isn't no loading time in the game so maybe that's the reason but now it'll be it'll be uh 60 uh, frames per second any you know the graphics is already awesome in that game so you know kudos to them for that that, that'll hold people off for a for a little bit plus there's an expansion in there as well so they also announced extended look for call um for call of duty uh vanguard campaign uh which was revealed as well lego star wars skywalker saga i could have sworn that they had a skywalker saga already um but it's coming spring 2022 in here so you got that they got death stranding director's cut as well that they were showing off far cry 6 gets a new story trailer that they revealed uh we already talked about that horizon zero dawn jet far shore for the playstation 5 ps4 pc uh with the release date of october 2021 uh october 5th that is i should stress that uh, i think one of the biggest news that people really got excited about which is from dotemu the people who brought us um streets of, uh, streets of rage 4 is getting people excited again for another game that was announced earlier this year and that was teenage mutant ninja turtles shredder's revenge which is kind of a throwback of the old arcade you know 2d arcade game looks much better in this one i might add um here's the good news there's there's good news and bad news to this good news is that this game will include and they announced it will include april o'neill for the first time ever in any game she is a playable character and she is awesome now for those who don't know that in the actual um the actual comics and i believe if you watch the tmnt movie from way back that warner brothers came out with she was added she she um was trained to learn martial arts and lay ninjutsu, uh, ninjutsu by splinter and the gang so in the comics in, in, in um the comics i believe some of the animated series in the movie she does she is well versed in um martial arts so it makes sense because if you're with that group that team for so long why are you not learning how to defend yourself so it makes sense so they have her in here fighting her combos and everything looks wild she is beating people up with uh cameras and mics 
and microphones that she like one of the moves has her dropping um the mic on somebody literally um there's also some team combo modes as well where you got donatello throwing april to as a uh, like a projectile in there it's so awesome the game looks great here is the bad news this game is scheduled to release in 2022 this will not be out in 2021 uh it's unfortunate but that's what it is but guaranteed that these guys are working their tails off um to make this game awesome and it, it trust me this game will be absolutely awesome when it comes out here's another thing i got a feeling there will be dlcs as well somebody in um in our acmg facebook group said that you know he was thinking splinter or casey jones i can see splinter definitely being a character but for those who have read the comics they know that there's jenica who is the newest member of the group and she is a female turtle not the first female turtle ever created that gets nod for um you know saban uh him sabam who had that crappy ninja turtles uh, super sentai tv show that came out a while back and they had um forgot the name of that female uh, uh the female uh member of the group there but jenica who was a former member of the foot clan um and got mutated with um uh, you know the, the mutagen that turned her into a turtle she's the she's human that became a turtle as opposed to a turtle that became somewhat human so it was a reverse um she now is one of the turtles and she teams up with them as well so that's a she's the newest character and she's like a really popular character with that group and i am hoping that she gets picked to be in there i would love splinter to be so too to be in there too casey jones not so much i don't think casey jones hasn't been a real you know focus in the comics for quite some for quite some time now if they are you know basing it on the 80s cartoon then yeah you could make a stretch for that but jenica is a very popular character right now and you know it would be i it would be unfortunate if they didn't mention her or bring uh, or if they didn't bring her in i should say because she would be a really great addition and it'll get people to know this character anymore because i don't think there's a lot of people who don't you know outside of the comic book realm who knows about this character because the, the animated series never really shows it they have not premiered her in the animated form yet so we'll see we will see um amazon's new world open beta announced post-launch plans tease for september 28th so you guys are into that that'll be there writers republic uh beta now open for everyone sifu which is a game i've been one of the playstation 5 games i've been excited about uh is gets a february release date for pc and consoles it will be released on february 22nd 2022 that entire week is going to be crazy uh because there's a lot i just mentioned a, a quite a few february you know dates for that um cult of the lamb revealed nothing new is in terms of when that will be released but they had a little bit of a trailer for that Splitgate season zero announced and it's out now so people can jump on that persona 5's morgana will be making an appearance in the upcoming uh, monkey ball bananas uh, mania game for post-launch dlc uh that's pretty cool if you're if you're a monkey ball fan but you're also a persona 5 fan which now i am not much of a monkey ball fan but persona 5 i'm down with that i like i like the morgana character 
and they all are Sega based, so it makes sense. Jurassic World 2 Evolutions gets a release date for uh, November 9th, 2021. Uh, and that is a bunch of others, but that's the ones that I really got into and, and jumped out and jumped at at me as well. So I'm looking forward to all of those too. There's a, but there were also games not connected to Gamescom that were just taking the opportunity at this time, one of which was King of Fighters 15. SNK Playmore finally gave us virtually everything we need to know about the upcoming uh, fighting game, including finally a release date for this. King of Fighters, which we know that they were, they had to delay the game. It was supposed to come out this year. It's not happening. They delayed it to 2022, but now we have a solidified release date. Hopefully it will stay at this release date. I don't know if um, SNK Playmore is publicly traded. I don't, you know, I don't know if what's going on, whether they have to rely on that aspect or whatever, but they have a release date for February 17, 2022, but they, we got a ton of information from this and some that I am delighted to finally hear and happy to hear. So let's run dance down real quick. First, you got 39 uh, fighters spanning from many of your favorite characters in the, in the series that has happened from past, present, and future, uh, which means we got some new characters. One of which is the main character that looks like is a, um, I don't know if I can say she's an African-American female, but she is black and she looks actually to be the main villain of this uh, deal. So I'm, look, I'm, I'm ready for this. Uh, some characters will be the key will be key to the story mode in here as well, which is something that they've always done as well. The classic three on three team elimination uh, matches returns. They have uh, something called Shatter Strike, which kind of breaks guards, I believe. Max mode uh, is a new thing as well. Rush combos have been added. X uh, EX uh, specials return. Climax super special moves uh, is, is coming. So this is gonna be like, um, you know, huge climatic super moves that you'll be able to do, uh, use as well a story mode that takes place after the events of king of fighters 14 now the story mode looks interesting for what i saw because it looks like what it looks like that, that they're doing right now i hope this is the case because this is something that i felt like they missed the mark on 14. they the story mode for you know to the the, the king of fighters 2014 one or no, I'm sorry, to, um, King of Fighters 14. It's not based on the year, it's based on the you know amount of games that they have. But King of Fighters 14 was a bit archaic to me in the sense that it was the same format. Samurai Showdown 2, I had the same problem with them. It was the same structure and format as it was for the original games. I wanted a lengthy story mode, much like that of, you know, um, Netherrealm, what they do, and, and Bandai Namco, to their credit, with Tekken 7 and Street Fighter 5. I wanted to see that. E and Guilty Gear Strive and the Guilty Gear series, for that matter. You know, the, the all the, you know, 3D versions of Guilty Gear. I wanted a lengthy story mode like that. It's time to grow up and step up. But it looks like, it looks like that this is it. I couldn't really be sure because of the, um, because of the actual cutscenes and everything's been edited. I don't know. It looks like it's kind of a lengthy thing. I'm hoping that it is. I hope that they, we have a deep 
story mode going on. And if that is the reason why they had to delay the game, then I am all for it because this game deserves to have a fleshed out story mode for all the years that it's been together. The fans deserve it. We, you know, they deserve to bring this up to the level and make it as special as we know it is. And don't, you know, and even more because we never, they never came out with the series, the King of Fighters series that we saw on YouTube. They never brought that out from a major mainstream level. And that was a really cool series. Um, the other thing I don't know that they're doing because of this is, is whether they're going to have an English dub cast because we saw everything in, you know, in Japanese with subtitle. I honestly, I wish that almost everybody would do it. Bandai Namco did with um, Tekka 7 in terms of voice acting um, is that you would have like Jin Kazama. I love this because Jin Kazama spoke Japanese the entire time. Then you had Anna and Nina who spoke English, but when he, but when talking to Jen, she spoke Japanese. And then if somebody had a different nationality, they spoke their language and all the, they went all out for the presentation of their storyboard for that. I thought that was really awesome. It wasn't just like, which I'm fine with, you know, doing all English and all Japanese and all this stuff. But the fact that Tekken went all out to have like, you know, people who were Italian, they spoke you know italian people who spoke all these different languages portuguese or whatever like that it was it was so awesome how they put that together and it, it put a real spin on it you know it's like yes these people are not english they are of their own cultural backgrounds and languages and everything and you're going to speak it so if you speak english they're going to have english for you but if you speak you know portuguese or japanese or whatever like that you're going to speak that language but somehow they're going to be able to interact with each other you know like nina and anna speaks japanese so it makes sense because of what their background is it, it was just so well done so i would i would be cool if they do that but i knew that took a lot of creativity and money <laughs> to make that all happen so it, it, it's all good uh you also have um what do we have here uh the gallery mode which i am really interested in because they announced this ages ago uh that they were doing an anime short directed by uh, Osama um, Osamu Ubari, which for those who don't know, he's a legendary anime director responsible for a lot of great anime in the past, including Robot um, Matt Cross. Um, he's worked on a lot of SNK animes, including the Fatal Fury, the, the cult classic Fatal Fury um, TV series and movies as well. He is just also Gal Kaiser. He's worked on that. Um, he, what did he do also um he directed gachaman the three episode ova that was just tremendous okay uh he has this he has this particular uh style of animation as well too so um i'm looking forward to seeing that short and that short will be available in the gallery mode so that's another reason why this probably have delayed as well you have the DJ station, which will include 300 tracks from all of the King of Fighter games. So I get why this is delayed. And because of that, I am okay with it. And guess what? It is officially August. Like we're days away from September. This is, you know, 2021 is going to go away in a flash. Uh, so I can see this not being a problem at all. The game will be released on, as I said, February 17, 2022 for the PlayStation 4, PlayStation 5, Xbox Series X, S, 
Windows 10, Steam, Epic, and Epic Game Stores. Uh, no word on it coming to the Switch yet, but depending on, I think depending on how big this game is, and I don't think this game is going to be that big. Um, if this game is anywhere close to less than 10 gigs, it's guaranteed going on, to, uh, going to be in the, uh, switch version. They got to just, they got to do their thing. Switch is a different console. It's easier to do Xbox and PlayStation because they're kind of virtually the same in terms of, um, you know, capabilities and such. So, uh, I can see them instantly do it, but they got to kind of do some things and downsize it and scale it down, you know, to fit in the package that is the Nintendo switch here. So, but again, they got Samurai uh, showdown in the game and the Nintendo switch. I, I wouldn't, I'm not surprised if it will make it down there as well. So, and it has been rumored that it has, it, it is in the works to be in on the Nintendo switch. Um, I, I, I just figure if they're going to do it, it's going to take time. So I, I wouldn't, I'm not surprised that, especially with the delays that they're doing that they're going to have to extend the delay of the game to come out on the switch. So I'm good with it. Um, there will be a deluxe edition that will include a DLC pass. And, um, that pass is going to, um, include six new characters coming at a later date. Pre-order it now or when pre-orders are available. You, um, if you pre-order it, you will be able to get Mark of the Wolf Terry Bogart costume and classic Leona. I'm going to be, I'm going to get this game. I'm going to pre-order this game. I love Mark of the Wolf Terry. He got that, um, he got that Sherlin jacket on and such, and he had got the hair down. It's a little bit more update. He has an updated look. I dig it. I'm down with that. I love Mark. First of all, I love Mark of the Wolf, period. Like that is my favorite Fatal Fury game of all of them. Uh, it was just the most well-balanced, uh, greatly, you know, great control scheme, beautiful animation. It's just awesome. So I am looking forward to that coming out, but yes, February, 2022, I'm there. So, all right, last bit of the last thing I want to talk about in this segment is not even news. My first review for this is dodgeball academia. This is a game I've been trying to talk about, wanting to talk about for quite some time. Actually, recently just finished beating that game. Uh, literally, just yesterday, just finished beating that game. If you are a fan of the Kony Okan series called Super Dodgeball, this game is all you. Like whether you play the, the Nintendo version, I believe there was a Super Nintendo version, but also there was an arcade version as well. Dodgeball games are always awesome in a video game form but none may not be as good as this. Super, uh, I was about to say Super Dodgeball. Dodgeball Academia is a game that is just like, it's a, what it is is basically a hybrid. It's an RPG. It is a, it is a sports simulated dodgeball game. And also it is pretty much, in some cases, a fighting game as well. Uh, developers Pocket Trap. Put this together uh publishers humble games and, and uh and humble bumble yeah i these are indie titles people <laughs> but it is a role-playing video game it's an action game it's damn near a fighting game in a sense but it's a a wacky sports simulator where you have uh these kids who are in school to learn how to become the best dodgeball player in the world like there's screw math 
screw English, screw literature, screw world history. Dodgeball people. That's all that matters in this world. And they're going to school to study everything that it is about dodgeball. But in this world, dodgeball basically gives you a special ability. This is pretty much like in terms of role playing games, think Pokemon, because there's some essence of Pokemon in this type of situation. But it is just so much fun. So in the world where dodgeball is life, you play this character named Otto, who is at the academy and he's training to be the ultimate dodgeball player. The deal is, is that his father wants him to be a referee. So he was meant to, he Otto thought he could do way more than be a referee. He was going to his father said, if you didn't pretty much, you know, if you don't if you don't excel in amount to this, if you're not the top player, you're going back to referee school. <laughs> so he is going to, you know, the academy to train and become the ultimate dodgeball player. Uh, you go you come across eight really lengthy episodes. You'll forge friendships, create rivals all in the name of developing the best dodgeball team. Uh, you level up auto, you know, in, in a really cool way and develop a dynamic team across vast and customizable parties, uh, progression, you know, pretty much with their progression system, their progression system is really cute because one, when you earn you, every time you beat a, you win a, um, a match, you earn money, but it's not like you earn a whole bunch of money. They, they think in terms of school so you get like a little bit of lunch money because they're kids they don't need to be all that rich but you earn like a dollar or two and all the stuff and, and the money goes a long way when you purchase food or you purchase new items and all the stuff because the items are like at least five bucks or food is like a buck fifty or whatever like it's really cute i love the way that they actually prime because it, it, it's just a, re a reminder that these are kids and they are not they you know they don't make an, an oodle amount of like like amount of money here so i thought that was a really cute thing it really adds all it's the little things that kind of add on to the atmosphere of the what's going on in the world just remind you like these are kids uh these aren't professionals you know like the pokemon team like pokemon trainers get paid <laughs> they get paid to get to, to dress in clothes new clothes and all the stuff now these guys can only afford like a sandwich <laughs> with the money that they get but it goes a long way and the more you play, the more you earn, but not even still like the highest you could you've earned the highest I've earned in the game was like 500 bucks, which for a kid, that's like everything. <laughs> so, um, some of the key features that I want to talk about is that you can explore and uncover the secrets of the dodgeball Academy across vast and diverse, uh, different platforms. Um, and it's really cool. The, it's really cool. You can journey through full blown RPG story mode, which I really appreciated because the story mode, there was a lot. It was a lot of great, you know, dialogue and, and character development here. Like the all, so there's there's absolutely all pros in this game. I there's been there's no I will tell you now there's no cons to this game at all. There is the awesome character des, um, design and art style that resembles like a Cartoon Network show, and I think I really enjoyed that. It looks like a Cartoon Network episode that you control in your hands. Um, the dialogue, the conversations between, you know, the camaraderie between the characters is it's so much fun. It's simple and enjoyable dialogue there. Um, the the leveling up system is just great. The cool move sets that evolve and upgrade when you level up and like any fighting game, they got super moves. So you got this you got this meter engaged that you could charge like Drag a la Dragon Ball Z, which 
I really appreciate. So you have to be careful how you use this because if you're charging your key, you know, to get to get to get full on if um, you could easily get hit because you're standing still and this is dodgeball. So you have to die. like the system is so well balanced that they made it fun, competitive and easy and user friendly to play. It's really well. It looks here's it's like a spreadsheet type of thing. They make something that looks hard. They make something that could be completely complicated. A system that could be completely compli uh, complicated look easy. And I love that it's 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 really mastery at work when you see, when you have this um, this this combat system, this, this simulation system that they did. So basically, when it comes to the meter, once the meter is filled and you you grab onto like one ball, you can hit the L the L button and it pulls off a different, you know, ultimate move or ultimate move is what they call it. Like for instance, Auto has you know the occasional Kamehameha Hadouken type of move that he he turns the dodgeball into a huge burst of uh, energy that knocks out anybody that's in its way and takes huge amounts of energy from them. Uh, others may have like create tornadoes and all this stuff. Each character has its own different ultimate move, and yes, and I'm saying ultimate as in B A L L ultimate. That's how they pronounce it. It's a play on it. So they had that it is just really really awesome such a great game uh i think it's a great game for people of all ages it's so much fun like if you wanted to play this with your family they got a versus mode on there you could play it and have a lot of fun it's very easy to pick up and play uh but the story mode is just fantastic uh, go out of your way and check this game out it's been it, it, it has arrived already for it's been out for weeks it came out on um october 5th i just haven't had a chance to play it because there were so many of them in there but i I would be remiss if I did not mention this game. This game absolutely gets a solid A uh, for here. Like it wasn't, I, in a sense it was kind of, it's fresh, new, I wouldn't say groundbreaking, but if you played a lot of dodgeball games in the past, you know how they are. This one takes the, the ground template of a dodgeball game and just, add on so many added really bells and whistles some that it's like it, it doesn't overdo it it doesn't underdo it it's just right and you'll enjoy it, it it's the replay value of this game is so great and uh i i just i absolutely enjoyed every minute of it so go out of your way and check it out uh dodgeball academia out now and i believe what is it it is just it's on a it's on a nintendo switch uh windows xbox series x and s and of course playstation 4 which means I believe you should be able to get it on PlayStation 5 too. But just great. Absolutely fantastic. Go out of your way and check it out. Folks, that will do it for this segment. I will take a break, come back, and I will talk about the game I should have been playing a long time ago, and that is Ghost of Shishima, but I got the director's cut. So we'll talk about that right after this. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Dak Xavier Josiah, the host of ACMG Presents Talk Time Live, the podcast. You want to catch up with all of our podcast shows and hear from some of the hottest names in all of anime, comics, movies, and games, such as... This is Miley Flanagan, the voice of Naruto. This is Stephanie Shea, the voice of Sailor Moon. This is Ruben Langdon, voice of Ken Masters and Dante from Devil May Cry. Hey there, this is Kyle Abair, the voice of Ryu from Street Fighter V. This is Chris Battle, character designer of Teen Titans Go. Here's your chance to check out all of that and more on Talk Time Live. 
TalkTimeLive.com provides all of our ACMG content with new and previous episodes, exclusive interviews, articles, and much more. Visit TalkTimeLive.com and let us help you learn to let go, live life, and love all things ACMG. Talk Time Live. Welcome to the final stage of Select Start, and I'm here to review Ghost of Shishima, the director's cut. And I'm going to tell you why I'm not salty about being late to the game. I was late to the game with Witcher 3. I'm okay with that. And I don't regret it because I love the game nonetheless, no matter where I played it in the beginning or whatever. Same here. But here's the thing. The director's cut just came out on the 20th. So even if I did get it back then, I would have been, you know... I'm still not really late to the party because they added some other things to it that made you want to come back into the game. People who didn't get it get a chance to play it before, like me, are now playing it in its full, you know, full game and the expansion, everything. I got it all. So I'm not salty at all. I'm actually I'm like Magneto in X3. We let the pawns go first. And now that y'all played it and enjoyed it, now I come in and get to enjoy it here. So with that said, here is my review. <laughs> of Ghost of Shishima, the director's cut, which I absolutely, my God. You know, I say I'm not salty, but I am smacking myself in the head because my, and I mentioned this before, my the re, my reasons for not wanting to play this was that I love games based on Feudal Japan, but I also like games based on Feudal Japan that had a bit of mysticism with it. This didn't necessarily have it in a sense. And I, and I know they got, I think that's, they have something like this in Legends mode or whatever like that, that they play a lot, that they play with this. Oh, and I haven't played the, uh, the Legends mode yet, nor have I played the uh, the Iki Island expansion yet because I want to play this through. But this was just a straight like game that has a vibe of Samurai 7. You know, the, the old classic Samurai movie from way, 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 way back, the black and white era. Um, which I dig, it's cool, but it's like, I don't want to have things that's too serious. I like to have some type of suspense of disbelief, if you will, in my, in my games, especially one of my all time favorite, you know, feudal Japan based games was Unimusha. <laughs> and I wanted that type of vibe to it. And you kind of don't get that in a sense, but what you do get is some undeniable, great storytelling, undeniable, great control scheme, und like undeniable stunning visuals here and i don't want to go too forward with myself but yeah i see i get it and i knew here's the thing i i didn't i never doubted this game that this was a masterpiece it was just in terms of me just wanting something a little bit more in terms of like over the top you know action and storytelling and suspense play this game and find out you don't really need it they did such a great job making this game what I believe is just an undoubtedly awesome game. So, you know, a quick note too, before I get really get down on it, is that this game, I wasn't originally gonna get this game. I wasn't originally, what happened was, how this game came about for me is that I bought Neo 2. I got sucked into the idea that they had a creative suite in that game. And, and to their credit, Koei Tecmo, 
put in an awesome creative suite for that game. And I, I had, I had way more fun with the creative suite of creating my own character than I did actually playing the game because the game itself, just as it was in the first game, was and still is relentless. It is so hard. If this, if that game has a story mode in it, I doubt of not. I doubt of too many people have actually seen it because I've had people in our ACMG Facebook group say that they couldn't play the game. It's because it requires you to really get down with it and it's gonna require a lot of work. And sometimes people don't want that. People want to enjoy the story. And normally in today's standards, today's gaming de game development practices, a lot of these game developers want you to enjoy the story as much as the challenge of the game, not, not the people behind Neo uh, 1 and 2. You, it's all about the competition. It's all about the technique. It's all about the gameplay. They don't care. There is no give in that game. And therefore I was like, I don't have that much time to really go deep in this game to that step. So I put it aside and I got suckered in. It was my fault too, because I played it on a PlayStation now first. And I saw that this thing was like, oh, this is awesome. Then I noticed that they got a PS5 version of this game. And I was like, all right, bet I'll drop it. It was on sale. Got it. I don't want to say I regret getting Neo 2. But it'll be a long time before I really stop and want to play that game and see if I can have what it takes to play that game. Because they don't even give you a chance to level up to a point to get to be as powerful enough to play against some of the, the enemies in the game. And then on top of that, the control scheme is overcomplicated. So I was like, OK, I'm putting this aside. I see Ghost of Tsushima. Uh, director's cut is available just came out a, uh, on on the 20th of this month so i lucked into that and at least i hoped i lucked into that so i went and got it and it was everything i wanted neo 2 to be <laughs> literally with the exception of neo 2 has the actual mysticism the feudal japan mysticism that i wanted um for ghost of shishima but Ghost of Tsushima has the gameplay and the storytelling and the character development that I wanted Neo to have. It's crazy. This is Reese's peanut butter <laughs> right here, you know, but it's like you can't put them together, unfortunately. Um, but with that said, Ghost of Tsushima is a work of art and, you know, in contrast of Neo 2, it is an absolute work of art from everything. And I'll run it down, but I'm so glad I got this game. I enjoyed this not for just being a game, but just for being an adventure, for being able to live vicariously through Jin Sakai. And I just I, I play this game, but I don't feel like I'm playing the game. I feel like I'm watching an actual like Samurai Saga, a Samurai movie or a Samurai TV show. It's just I, I really when I play it, I don't feel like I'm playing the game. I feel like it's just going in motion on its own, in a sense. And it, it, they did a great job immersing you into the game for a lot of reasons. So the director's cut features all additional content released to date, as well as brand new content. So you get the full game, you get the Iki Island expansion, which I'm dying to play. I am still in the midst of playing the um, story mode in here. Um, so I am in the midst of this. The 
mini just the new expansion which include many new mini games enemy types and more um the legend the legends online co-op mode which i have not decided to play yeah, i really wanted to play because it looks like it does have that unimusha type of vibe to it you get the mini uh the digital mini art book you get one technique point <laughs> one it really is it really is mean something charm uh the charm of uh hachiman's favor you get the heroes of shishima skin set gold mask golden mask sword kit horse and saddle which i do use in the game now the director's commentary which i opted out of watching until i played this game fully and i appreciate this game so much i can't wait to watch the commentary of this um by japanese by renowned japanese historian to look at the world of ghost of shishima and how it compares to real life events that inspired it so here's my pros list again just like dodgeball academia there's only pros in this game i i've been playing this game for hours i found no cons in this game at all if i would give it any type of con is that I, no i can't i can't even disrespect like that by saying like doesn't have any mysticism i don't care it doesn't matter there's too many this game is too damn good okay so the pros for this it's just insanely just the insanely beautiful scenery that really brings you into feudal japan and feudal, you know japan back then and maybe still now i've never been to japan but every from what i've seen it's just a beautiful a beautiful island especially back then despite all of the darkness and brutal you know brutality that has happened during those times and era it is always such a something beautiful within darkness i guess that is the poetic side of what's going on with that you know that uh, that land during that time traveling across the various lands give you a calming feeling a a, a sense of zen um despite knowing that you will encounter some very brutal moments throughout the story of the game you know it's 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 crazy um it, it's very tranquil just going on horseback and traveling through fields and you know forests and everything and and just you know bamboo fields it's just so beautiful even if you don't play the game itself and just want to travel it's just like it's kind of the same thing that you go through when you play spider-man any of the spider-man games whether miles morales or the original spider-man game if you're just swing you, you could just swing through new york and do nothing else but just swing because it creates some type of tranquility for you this game does the exact same thing it's just beautiful um one of my favorite systems in here is the standoff mode the ability to hold the triangle button don't let it go they gonna you know the enemy tries to psych you out but at the right time he attacks you you just let it off and he just puts off a slice or maybe two or three you know once you start leveling up it is one of my favorite modes of the game it's just it's awesome you know what else is awesome too i didn't write on this notes and i'm going to talk about it right now spotify because here's what i do i immediately for the first time ever i use my spotify account for the playstation of you know for the playstation 5 and it allows me to do something i used to do when i had the playstation 1 and 2 and that's play music or no, it wasn't PlayStation 2. It's PlayStation 2 or 3. And that was play my own music via wireless. Now, I don't have my own library on Spotify, but you know, they got free songs. And what better song to play for a game based on feudal Japan and samurais and all those, you know, in, in that in that era? 
dude you gotta rock wu-tang while playing this game and not just any wu-tang i mean you could actually play a lot of wu-tang playing this game but the best song to play ghost of shishima the best wu-tang game uh the west the best wu-tang song is reunited from wu-tang forever highly recommend it even if you play that on loop rock it trust me don't play it all the time you'll probably get tired of it but if you play it during the the pivotal moments of the actual game it gets you hype you turn that that, that their, their music down their background music down, which is beautiful by the way but if you play wu-tang forever you turn that music down you play wu-tang for um, everyone on spotify it puts the game to a whole nother level trust me when i tell you that it's 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 legit it is like i look i get on when i play that game it, it is it's it got go balls out and then you got you know the control the combat system which is like very fresh innovative and it gets better as you progress through and upgrade in the game um the idea of doing four different styles the moon style the uh wind style the water style and your original style and you switch through them because you're playing against different you know people like the shield like the wind style I believe is the shield which helps you with people who are where have shields you got people who got you got enemies who got staff so you got a style for that you got enemies you know who are having different type of you know big enemies that you got to get through too so there's the moon style every st and, and the fact that you keep switching back and forth through them it's awesome I finally made it to moon stance and moon style which is like pretty much a ninjutsu type of style in a sense and the the combat system plays into the story of Jen Sakai because and I'm I don't want to go too far with it but I'll talk about that in a minute but um yeah that's one of the things that I like I'll, so I'll stop right there and I'll continue that in a minute but the wind guidance system is awesome too so if like you use the dual sense controller and you like you swipe the um the home button up the wind will guide you and you feel the big rumble feature uh on the controller that guides you to the place that you want to go if you go the off to uh, you know the wrong direction the wind picks up again guiding you to where you need to go so it's it's a very cool innovative way to make sure that you're navigated to the right spot just really cool um the dual speaking of the dual sense controller i said that um scarlet nexus was possibly the best use of the dual sense well i'm going to add on to this game as well this the dual sense controller really helps you in so many ways and i think even better there's more attention to detail with the dual sense here um even right down to you playing the flute it it's so crazy because if you if anybody's ever held a flute or you know whether it was bamboo flute or a metal flute which i have eat both and i've played them i maybe not as successfully as what these guys do but i know the feeling you have when you have a bamboo flute in your hand and what they did brilliantly was when you play the flute you could feel it in your hands as if it really does feel like you have the flute when you're blowing air into the windpipes of the flute it has a certain vibration feel to it and you can feel the the sound of the wind and coming through the flute and the it's so brilliantly done it really does feel like you are holding a flute it feels like that you have wind flowing to you it's it's not even like the old rumble pack 
the overrumble pack from the um the dual controllers of the playstation 2 and the one uh i mean the two and the three and the four they just rumbled but there was no some of them rumble it was only few different levels of rumble uh rumble features levels in the actual controllers this dual sense controller they and they they did say when they did a press conference and a press release for the playstation 5 that the dual sense controller was going to do something that was going to immerse your your psychological your, your neural senses in a way that it really will immerse you in and they did exactly that with this because it's when you when you play the flute it's not too much rumble it's a very thin so this the capabilities of the dual sense controller has different multiple levels of intensity to light for situations like the flute to the in the wind gust which can be somewhat medium to strong and then you got the combat which is really strong but and then you got the flute which is like really thin and the the, the design of this controller is amazing again i don't know if the xbox controller has some of the same features that does this but i gotta say the dual sense controller has to be one of my all-time favorite controllers ever because of this it is just amazing you know what else is amazing too aside from everything in this game the photo mode the this is the greatest photo mode of any game i've ever played so much as a person who does photo imaging and manipulation and in, in graphic design i found this to be the most intricate and detailed feature uh photo mode with so many features it is awesome just absolutely awesome um it, it's just it, it really is i in i never enjoyed playing i am playing with the photo mode more than i did with this game so much to the point that i you know they do some things in here that's like when i take when i take screen grabs from games i have to go in an extra mile on it on the place that on on a photoshop or some of my other um you know uh graphic design and photo uh imaging you know apps and whatever they kind of helped me out a little bit more because of the features in this game it's just really just tremendous i love it and you know some of the filters really great filters and everything uh i love everything about that then you also got the animals in here which is beautiful <laughs> the animals that guide you to some awesome items and upgrades in here you got the foxes that guide you to the shrines of various fox dens that increase your health you got the golden birds that guide you to hot springs meditation areas and bamboo mini games as well all to help you improve in your stature and legend you go through the, the mini the mini games in here too i mean i'll talk about that in a sense um too but the game story is so powerful uh you, the story of samurai jin sakai uh and his journey to reclaim Shishima, uh, shishima from a legion of mongols led by the brutal and merciless kotan khan not to be confused with koto khan of mortal Kombat. okay um he does this while trying to survive save villages along the way recruit others to help him defeat khan and rescue his uncle lord uh, shimura doing all of this while trying to maintain his code of honor which is easier said than done so the code of the samurai is basically like the code of bushido as well 
you had there's a, it's a code of honor you don't sneak attack you don't you know you, you you approach the enemy head on but as a person who's doing it by himself it begs the question of how can you do that how are you fighting elite you can't just put yourself head on of a legion of enemies you know you're going to get killed there is no way it's just no you know you it, of course you don't have any mystical powers to help you so this is reality <laughs> if this was uh jubei or you know uh, the other characters from Udimusha, i would there's just possibilities of that okay if this was samurai showdown there's possibilities of that because they have mystical powers jin sakai does not he has an awesome technique and skill sometimes it's just not enough so you have to sneak around you have to do things you gotta you gotta do ambush attacks and assassination attacks and all the stuff technically speaking you have to be a ninja which i believe is not something that is regarded with honor you have to be in the shadows you have to be a kage if you will so he is in some a lot of ways becoming a ninja in this game there's a lot of things that you start to gain you know in terms of technique that is that of a ninja a kage ninja a shadow ninja if you will as you go along you start to gain items costumes everything that kind of just you know very look ninja-esque <laughs> you are becoming a ninja in this game <laughs> in all in all fairness i don't understand what he's gonna have to do to remain that and, and he's going based on his his uncle's teachings and we soon discover that Jin's honorable journey is easier said than done as he adopts these new ways of combat that goes against his uncle's teachings. It's it's an, it's an unfortunate thing, but you know, Batman learned that you got to go a little bit against the grain in order to gain the grain back. And that's what we're learning here. So I, you know, I haven't gotten through the ending yet, but because most of it, mostly because the side missions are taking me up and this is the first game that i ever really appreciated and enjoyed playing the side missions more than the actual actual main story and i feel like if i play through the side missions more i will gain a better experience with the main missions so i for the first time ever i enjoy playing the side missions and mostly because there's a lot of story into the side missions and playing the mini games and the side missions all feel rewarding Everything you do in the game feels rewarding. It's just like when I played uh, The Witcher 3, The Wild Hunt, and when I played um, Breath of the Wild, and I played Spider-Man. All of those games, everything you did in those games felt rewarding, and this is another game. The best games in the world makes you feel like you're rewarded for everything that you do in the game, and this is it. So I enjoy playing the, the mini games and the side missions almost as much because they are just as important and i know by playing the mini game you got the side missions and then you got those missions where you got to find the um the mysterious items and the mystery items and the secret the sacred items uh like the armor and, and everything that i got and the swords and everything uh all those will help you in the main mission to be able to do that and, and not only that you'll level up a lot better you'll be able to acquire different move sets and secret moves and techniques and and items and bombs and it's just it's so much better by the time you get all that and you go into the main mission you'll be you'll be for tough 
<laughs> you you will be a juggernaut you know your health is all up and everything just it'll be much better experience for the main mission when it's all said and done and the main story as well um the overall the overall cinematic feel just sucks you in right into the classic samurai film you know complete now which is cool because you can set up the game to look like the old black and white film the samurai films of like samurai 7 and all that stuff as well you can also go you know you choose uh english uh dub which the cast is mostly uh an all asian cast which is awesome uh complete with fred tattashore <laughs> as well who's in there somewhere a few other people that i know that are in here um and then there's also you know you did japanese dialogue and you know with the subtitle if you want to go you know traditional or old school with that which i believe when i finish the game the first time around i'm going to go back and play it in that format i'm going to go black and white you know film cinematic film style i'm going to go completely with the japanese dub uh team in there and the subtitles i'm going to go totally old school with it uh it's good i think it's going to be awesome it's going to be like a whole new different experience when i play it so overall folks i there's no way to really describe what i think about this game except for two words just one word masterpiece that is really all i got there's nothing else to describe this this game is a masterpiece i don't need to say any more any less and because of that this game gets an a plus like nobody's business <laughs> okay I'll, even though i knew that this was a game of the year for a lot of reasons they got a ton of game of the year awards i get it i get it a plus on me i am fully one of you now in this in this turn so god for god's sakes people for those who are now later than me who have not jumped on this game go out of your way this is the best time because the director's cut is out you get all this cool content from the first game plus some new stuff um it's it's just one of those games that will be talked about for years on end i if there's going to be a sequel to this game oh my goodness can't imagine what they're going to add on to this 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 can't be just a one-timer okay uh just go out of your way and check it out it is beautiful just a beautiful game folks that will do it for this edition of select start thank you guys as always for being a part of this um this entire world that i live in called talk time live uh all you gamers out there i really appreciate it so again just want to put it out there before i forget if you guys are listening to this show consistently as you are and i know you are um and it's ever growing i wanted to keep growing and keep going so for those who are listening to it in all of our favorite uh podcast platforms for instance uh such as spotify iHeartRadio, apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, stitcher popping tune in pandora uh even tumblr and pocket Cast, even any one of those any one of those if they have a rating system for each show please give us some show us some love give us a shout out five stars give us tell us what you think and feel about the show the more that you put out, put us out there the more that you rate the show the more that this show gets out there the more people you know we can keep it going and keep it growing you know if you liked all of the guests that we had in here from marvel from dc from anime and and, and repop and all that stuff please definitely show the love um go out of your way to check it out and then subscribe and download to all of those for those who are listening to it on talktimelive.com for those who listen to it in tumble uh tumblr if you don't want to miss a beat go out of your way to check it out it is there's not one place in, ma in major platforms that you can't uh 
listen to the show. Um, if you want to go to exclusively, you could go to our website on talktomelive.com and you can check out our show there as well. You know, you listen to the audio of there as well. All of our episodes are available there and easier to find. I would say that if you're looking for a specific episode that I have made, uh, that I have published so far, it, you can always easily find it on talktomelive.com. Uh, not only that, but you can also find our exclusive interviews, audio interviews easily on there as well. You can go into the podcast, um, the podcast page and there's a search engine right above the episodes and say search podcast. You can type in TTL for talk time live TTL exclusive. And what will pop up is every single exclusive interview that I've had with all of our great guests from the world of anime actors, game designers, comic book artists, comic book writers, producers, you name it. Um, you know, musicians, recording artists, we have gotten a lot of people over the years in this show. I mean, actor, like I said, actors, game developers, artists, recording artists, cosplayers, just name it. People from Repop who I work with now on occasions, um, just there. And then also speaking of Repop, go to our media page here and you can see the recent panels that I did this year for the Repop Metaverse that I hosted with the cast of Bleach, Sailor Moon. That time I got reincarnated as a slime, My Hero Academia, the original cast of Pokemon, and much more. I mean, just everything and everything on TalkTimeLive.com. So go ahead and check it out there. Next week on this very show, on Select Start, I started playing it last night, 12 o'clock midnight. Thank you, Soda51. I was wondering if he was going to do this, and he did. We waited no longer. After delays, after everything, it is finally out, and I am going to be playing it immensely till next week where I'm going to review no more heroes three for the nintendo switch folks it is finally here and trust me i played i i did not get that much sleep <laughs> i am i am i am high on chai tea right now <laughs> so that's how i'm able to do the show right now i played the opening beginning of the of no more heroes three if i just base it on that alone this game gets an a Let's find out what I give the rest of it next week when I give it a full review. So go out of your way and check it out. It's out available today. Uh, and I, now I'm starting to see why did they made this the date because this is Gamescom week. So, you know, it's a part of the fun now. So you get a chance to check out No More Heroes 3 available now. I'll be talking about it next week uh, as well. This Sunday on the Prime Show, I believe I may have two reviews. I'm not sure. Because <laughs> uh, I do believe I did watch the Witcher anime, but my actual my actual talk topic will probably be Vacation Friends starring John Cena and Little Rel Howerly. I'm hoping is it looks as I hope the whole entire movie is as funny as the trailer is. I hope it is. Uh, but we'll find out this week. I'll be talking about both of those. Plus this the insane episode of Marvel's What If. We got to talk about that. As well as uh, the Spider Far From Home trailer that everybody's talking about that was quote unquote leaked, but they just said like, screw you guys, we're gonna put it out there now. You're gonna get to see it. Release dates and all, we'll talk about all of that. So guys, thank you again. Uh, thank you so much for the support. Thank you for talk, uh, staying with me for a lengthy time to talk about my favorite fandoms. And that'll do it for me until Sunday. So folks, that is it. 
This is Dax Avery Josiah saying learn to let go, live life, and love all things anime, comics, movies, and games. This is ACMG Presents Talk Time Live. I am out of here. Have a great week. And again, mask up and stay safe and keep everybody else safe out there. Take care. Music for this episode is provided by Game Chops. Check out these great chiptune tracks and more at music.gamechops.com.